Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. I have another school board meeting um, to bring to your attention today. Brandy Wine over by Niles, Michigan. So I'm going to show three clips of a student and a couple of parents who are standing up in the community. Obviously, the same old song and dance, sexually explicit books in the school library. And so you're going to see different perspectives and we're going to analyze it. And also I have for you what seems to be a political commercial from a PAC supporting Governor DeSantis's run for president. So I just saw that this morning. So I thought I would share it with you all today. It's a pretty good commercial. So we'll look at that to end this thing. So let's get right to it. The first two clips that I'm going to show you this morning is going to be number one. I think she is a student and she's obviously for these sexually, sexually, excuse me, explicit books being in the school library. And she says a lot about the First Amendment. But her First Amendment is not being violated. Uh, she's there speaking. I'm sure she's allowed to have groups and everything at the school. Uh, so her First Amendment right is not being infringed upon, as she quotes. But we're going to allow her to speak what she has to say. And then I'm going to follow it up with a gentleman who lived in Niles, Michigan, or the Niles area for two years, who's come in support of the school board banning these books. And then we're going to end it with somebody else who had a pretty good speech to, to really put things in perspective. But I also want to point out a couple of things that he talked about saying he, we should ban We the Parents in the 1776 Project, um, these political groups. And I want to analyze that because these folks, these ordinary folks are now doing extraordinary things, exposing a lot of these school boards and schools by pushing CRT. Even though CRT not might not be taught in your school, it sure in the hell is being taught in a lot of these schools. And a lot of this progressive leftism is being pushed on all these students. So these organizations were started by parents actually giving a damn with what's going on in these schools. So by by no means should they be banned or not allowed to speak. Uh, these these people have formed these organizations to come together, just like I did with Stand Up Michigan in starting the Facebook group Michiganders Against Excessive Quarantine. But he just made a little comment that they shouldn't be allowed to speak, and we'll, we'll analyze that. We'll let that one slip. So let's get right to it. Here she is talking about her First Amendment being infringed upon, which is kind of like an oxymoron, isn't it? All right, here we go always right to do what is right. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Martin Luther King Jr. said that. Six years ago, I stood in front of the board proposing solar energy to the school because it was right. And now I stand here for a different reason, still for the right one, however. I stand here because the policies you want to put into the school are discriminating against us students. You see, the Supreme Court ruled in 1969 that students do not shed their constitutional rights to freedom of speech or expression at the schoolhouse gate. As students, we have the right to an education free from discrimination and harassment. We also have the right to freedom of expression. Not sure if any of you are familiar with the 1982 Supreme Court case, Island Trees versus Pico, but they did end up ruling that the First Amendment limits the power of school boards to remove library books from junior high schools and high schools. Also, another reminder, the Equal Access Act of 1984 forbids public schools from receiving federal funds if they deny students the First Amendment right to conduct meetings because of the religious, political, philosophical, or any other content of the speech at such meetings. Let me simplify that. You cannot take away GSA, and you cannot take away our posters. You think that being gay and trans is new? You think that banning books is new? I dare you to open up any history book, and it will show everything that you're trying to do has been attempted already. 
And history has shown us that those attempts didn't turn out very well, and history does repeat itself. This community has and always will stand together. It is thanks to this community that I have been able to play sports, play music, and find myself as a person. Many other kids have the community to thank for this too. At the end of the day, it's about the kids. The kids pre-K through 12 in district, and the future ones coming into this district. And wouldn't it be pretty sad to see those future kids not feel welcomed and accepted into our community because of some policies a school board has implemented? Just a reminder to you, the time is always right to do what is right. Now, number one, to be a student and standing up for what you believe in, great job, right? However, don't yell into the mic because it sounds horrible. That's one speaker to another. Number two, let's not bring your Greta kind of policies with the solar panels. <laughs> he started it with that. Just go right to what you believe in. Uh, but again, nobody's infringing on this young lady's First Amendment right. She's there speaking and allowing her First Amendment right to be expressed. And I'm sure, because she is right, that these kids' First Amendment right are not getting um, diminished at this school. So this guy followed her, which he had some really great things to say. So I really want to allow this guy's voice to be heard. And again, what I'm taking from this school board is the school board was replaced during election time. They got new members on there. And I think the school board is trying to get rid of the books. And I think the, there's a lot of people from outside sources. I, I think somebody said like Kalamazoo um, and other areas are coming to the school board and they're really upset that the school board, the new school board, that the people in the community elected to represent them is trying to do what's right. And so, and I think the one guy who's going to speak here and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm, this is what I'm just reading from the messages and stuff that I'm, I've been seeing in the school board uh, footage that I've watched. Um, he's going to basically support the school board and their their um, their move to get rid of these books, which I agree 100%. Um, so we'll, we'll see if I'm wrong. I totally am, I apologize, but uh, that's what I'm getting from the footage as of right now. So I don't, I don't know if that's correct or not. So let's get to the next one. I lived in Niles for two years. I left because of the low standard and immorality. If you're going to cite things, make sure you get the full citation. No one took your free speech from you. You were able to come up here and exercise it. Come, come take me. Anyways, why not hand these children a bottle of booze? Why not do other things that a 10-year-old? Why not give a 10-year-old a bottle of vodka? It's logically and ethically irresponsible. To the people commenting that pornographic, sexually explicit and violent books are okay for children, I would like to understand what their objective justification for morality is. Who decides what is right and what's wrong? They stand up here and they talk about Morals and ethics, but by what standard? What objective justification is there? Schools need to be teaching classical logic because in their worldview, there is no objective justification. Everybody thus far commenting, except the person before me, has appealed to an emotion. I'm not appealing to emotion. I'm appealing to reason. 
and logic. I'm giving equivocations. Why not give children alcohol? Because children's rights are limited to their parents and their legal guardians. Their minds are not developed well into their mid-20s. That's why I don't give a, a child a bottle of alcohol. It's self-destructive. It's not hateful. And the people that are talking about divisiveness are the ones being divisive. I'm the one standing up here, and I can't talk without being yelled at behind my back. So who's divisive? I'm not welcome as a member of Barron County to come express. I will always stand on my constitutional rights. These people were elected. Y'all should have came at the election. Now let them do their job. Let them do their jobs. You can't even hand this, as a parent, I couldn't hand this material to my children without being under penalty of Michigan law. Under penalty of Michigan law, it would be considered pedophilia, vulgar, and vile material. Sexually explicit. And I commend those who stand against it. And I pray for those who don't. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Again, and what the other side, these progressive leftists are trying to do is they're trying to push and say all these community members and teach or um, parents are against the LGBTQ community. And they're not. Again, this has been said time and time again. What these parents are standing up is not discrimination. It's for any sexually explicit book or pornography being in the schools. It, it shouldn't happen. I mean, I just shared a video of an 11-year-old kid reading from one that's, I think, in sixth grade. It's unacceptable. It's against the law. And so, again, they keep pushing this narrative that it's against the LGBTQ community. And we have heard time and time again, no, it's not the case. They don't want any sexually explicit books of any kind, heterosexual, homosexual, trans. They don't want any of it. And it shouldn't be allowed in the schools. Again, common sense. Okay. But again, I like showing these things because it allows these community members to understand that this may be happening in your backyard, in your schools, and you must stand up and go to these school board meetings and allow your perspective to be heard. That's how we get through this. That's how we take back lost ground. And that's how we really, really stop this kind of progressive leftism that's really in, in, infiltrated every level of office, even our schools now. And so I'm going to end on this guy. He says some really good things, but he also calls out a couple of political organizations. They're not really political organizations. I really feel that these We the Parents and the 1776 Project are for folks that have band together um, to make good things happen and to fight against this craziness that's going on right now. So let's listen to what he has to say, because he has some really, really great things to talk about. Students and parents of Brandywine for 28 years in multiple capacities. I've attended nearly every school board meeting since 1996. Were you born yet? Okay, I'm just checking. So I tell you this history because this is my home, these are my children, these are my parents, my friends, and I even have enemies here in this room. You should pay attention to what I have to say. 25 years ago, we had a new board. 4-3 split, personal agendas, district culture became ugly, uncomfortable, and damaged us. There were individual agendas, and there were public verbal conflict, angry board meetings. They became the norm. The superintendent quit, administrators quit, 
Brandywine was in turmoil for almost two years and families left for other districts. We lost programs and lost millions of dollars in grants and student funding. Recall efforts began and most of the board members resigned. I witnessed all of that. I'm afraid we're headed down that highway and it's not necessary. Here we are again, four three votes, what seems to be personal political agendas, arguing and negativity in public meetings, outside people creating anger and controversy. This cannot and will not be tolerated. So what are the issues and how do we fix them? One of the issues presented currently is the available sexually explicit books in our high school library. This is a no-brainer. I read the excerpts from that Finding Alaska. It's a very short scene in the story, but it's extremely explicit in its description of sexual activity. Not appropriate to have open access to this material in the school library. We're Americans. We're not communists. We're not fascists. We don't ban books. We should, however, regulate sexually explicit books. Administration has always, has already had a plan to regulate access to this material. We do not teach critical race theory. We don't do it. We've never done it. We won't do it. This is a, this is a dead issue. Administration won't allow it to happen. I think I've said publicly over my dead body, that will not happen. We do not indoctrinate students to be gay. There is a GSA support group. Let me get through it, because they're gonna time me. It's four minutes. With a support group, uh, Brandywine is not allowing anything illegal. This issue is political or personal, let it go. Drop it, if you don't, I guarantee the consequences will be more than you bargained for. Look at this room. So, let's go to politics. The election is over. Politics have no place in a community school board. The political group, We the Parents, and 1776 Project should be abandoned. They seem to be angry and negative based on th their online rhetoric. In fact, uh, We the Parents just posted a video claiming that Brandywine trained teachers on CRT and other stuff on MLK Day. We had adaptive schools training. It wasn't even, our, it's the wrong school. She, and then said, this lady said how bad our scores were and that our kids can't read and write. Seriously, wrong school. You are our board. Brandywine community members and parents do what's right for our kids. They come first, not a political agenda. Finally, if people don't live in our community, they need to stop talking about us. They're stirring up drama and attention for political gains. The public have the legal right to attend meetings and speak if they want, but negativity and partisan politics are not welcome here. You need to go away. They should choose not to speak tonight if you planned. I, I, we don't want to hear them, and I think they're doing you damage as a board. Brandywine is and has been since the district creation in the 1950s, a conservative community and a school district controlled by community members, parents who live here, send their children here, and are committed to the values of our small, tight-knit community. We have amazing administrative team, caring and committing staff who want kids to be engaged in education and become the best humans they can be. Thank you for listening. You gotta love it. But to get back to what I was saying, there's two things that I disagree with what this guy was saying is abandoning the We the Parents and the 1776 Project, which are basically groups of people who've come together to fight against this. There's no way in hell that we should abandon any of these groups who are fighting against this negativity, this, this hate, this grooming of our kids, this indoctrination of our kids. So these groups must continue. So if you're a part of those organizations, good for you. You're ordinary people doing extraordinary things. We have to continue to make sure that those groups continue to infiltrate 
all school boards, all communities, and allow those folks to continue to grow because those are the ones making the biggest difference right now is these groups of parents. And I support them 100%. So that's what I disagree with everything that he said with the We the Parents and the 1776 Project, which is fighting against CRT in schools. Just because CRT may not be being teached in your school, it is being teached in a lot of these schools. And so um, the 1776 Project is doing what they need to do to expose these groups that are, are, are indoctrinating these kids. And so I support them 100%. And hey, guess what? I'm going to make everyone aware of these school boards because I have no political agenda. My job is to awaken more people and give them fuel for their fire to stand up and give them the bravery that it takes to stand up and let them know there is a lot of great people out there doing amazing things just like them. I just got a message this morning from somebody. Let me see if I can find it saying that she went to the school board meeting and she stood up and she got it done. And she's so excited. All right. She said, Garrett, I did it. They listened. I stood up to the board and some said they'd even know that this was going on. I can't wait till the YouTube video comes out in a few days. I'll definitely forward it to you. And that was from Sarah. So congratulations, Sarah. I love getting those messages. And that's what it takes. And I've said this time and time again, you never know what small act that you may say or do. School board that you may attend, a school board that you may attend, or a meeting that you may attend and that you may speak at, it may literally change the lives of millions tomorrow. The ripple effect is powerful, folks. And you are all that powerful. So let's end this today with a pack that looks like made a commercial for Governor DeSantis for his possible presidential run. It's pretty powerful. And so we'll see if he announces or not. I just wanted to bring it to all of your awareness. So let's end it on this today, folks. ...lost its mind when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue. Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. Ron DeSantis has decided to put his people first. Ron DeSantis taking a lot of heat over it, but he's not backing down. Florida's success has been made more difficult by the floundering federal establishment in Washington, D.C. An inflationary spending binge that has left our nation weaker and our citizens poorer. It has enacted pandemic restrictions and mandates. It has recklessly facilitated open borders. It has imposed an energy policy that has crippled our nation's domestic production. This has caused many to be pessimistic about the country's future. Some even say that failure is inevitable. Florida is proof positive that we the people are not destined for failure. DeSantis wins. He has made a promise and he's making good on the promise. Florida is leading the nation. We are the nation's fastest growing state. We rank number one in education freedom. We are number one in economic freedom. Florida also ranks number one in public higher education. This is a record we can all be Governor DeSantis because he's a winner. That's what the guy does. He wins. Decline is a choice. Success is attainable. And freedom is worth fighting for. That was a pretty good ad. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that because it's spot on. That's why there has been a mass exodus of people leaving the Democrat-run states like New York, 
California, Illinois, and they're all going to the freedom states like Tennessee, Florida, Texas, which unfortunately, Texas is getting a lot of the blue carried over from California. They've already overtook Austin, and hopefully Texas will dig their heels in and not allow that state to turn blue. That is for sure. Um, but somebody just asked, are you supporting Ron DeSantis? Oh, man, have you been following me? Uh, I don't endorse candidates. Everybody always asks for my endorsements. It's up to we, the people, to vet these candidates and find out who you want to support. Um, so I'm not sure who I'm going to support yet. I'm going to sit back like the rest of you and see how this all pans out. And But like all of you, I want the best person for the job who can win. That is the biggest thing that I want to have happen because we have to take our country back in 2024. And then, my goodness gracious, hopefully we have a great run. So we'll see. Um, but, I mean, to it would be kind of great. I'm just saying. Let's say President Trump wins. And after President Trump is done, then we get eight years of DeSantis. That would be 12 years of pretty great leadership. That would be ideal because that that sounds good to me. But we're going to see. And uh, I'm going to tell you all right now, you have to do your homework and you have to follow your heart. Don't worry about what other people think. That's what got us into this mess. You have to do what's best on what you think it is. That is the power of the people. All right. So I'll continue to not endorse anyone until after the primary. (laughs) See, that's my get out of jail free card. So have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan and God bless these United States. Bye-bye.